Right. Um, she's she, like the reason why I love Cardi B is because she's the type of person. She's the opposite of Kanye West, meaning she opens her mouth and she swears she's about to say the stupidest shit ever because that's what everyone expects of her. And then she starts to speak from her heart and she says the smartest shit ever. And everybody's completely surprised. Unlike Kanye West. (laughs) 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 Do you know what I mean? Like Kanye West is like, I'm about to kill this. Like any, unlike anybody. Oh God. Unlike pretty much anybody though, who swears they're about to do something dope. Right. People who swear they're about to do something dope are generally like that's, that's, we should call that David Blaining. It's the cold open, y'all. My name is Sean C. White, and that's Julian Long. This week, The Ballad of the Corny Nigga. My my brother Jay. Yes, bro. Yes, brother Sean. Brother Jay, brother Jay, brother Jay. Listen, man, we need to talk about something very serious, bro. Oh, okay. Should I sit down? Uh, you might want to sit down, bro, because this one strikes close to home. Okay, the first part is not going to strike close to home, even though it does. It doesn't. I love you though, and I want you to know that part one, we need to talk about real niggas. I I don't know any real niggas. <laughs> That's why I said don't get offended. <laughs> but part two, we're going to talk about corny niggas. Okay, I certainly don't know any of those. But see, this the thing, though, and, and listen to me trying to black it up. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean, dog? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but no, really, though, like the, this is this is what's crazy to me is when I look at my friends in real life and online, just the people that I know in the world, as far as black men go, there are two camps and one is considerably larger than the other. <laughs> and and are we saying those camps are respectively real versus corny? Yes, sir. And yes, are they sir. diametrically opposed? Is it real versus corny or is there a spectrum? Is it fluid no. like sexuality and gender? So 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 th- I'm going to do this the only way I know how, which is by referring to celebrities, because that is how small, hollow and empty my life is. <laughs> I look at people in other magazines. And- <laughs> exactly. And I wonder how their life is. So let me give you a great example. Of, and are we talking, because um, you used the word, the N-word. You know, I, I, nigga, I believe is, yeah. is the correct well, pronunciation. Well, soft A, soft A, because I N- keep it. Nigga. Yeah, exactly, with the soft A, yes. Are we are we talking exclusively about black people? Are we talking yes, about? Yes, we're talking exclusively about black people. I'm talking about our perception of us, all right? Is it possible for there to be? I don't know if, I mean, can we really even be corny? Like even yes. when we corny, we dope though. Like Stephen Urkel, oh sir, no, was still Stefan Urkel, no, and he still was alone. Come time for the senior prom, That's Laura still Myra went died. with the other dude. Myra died. In fact, if you think of it like this, if Stephen Urkel had to become Stefan Urkel in order for Laura to take him even seriously, like, That's and, true. and if you if you want to encapsulate this perfectly, we could look at somebody like a Steve Urkel, right? Like, let's follow this. Let's follow this through logically. Mm -hmm. He's a boy genius inventor. And you made a time machine. And teleportation. Exactly. Exactly. This this all from what we can only assume is like, you know, a middle class home in kind of suburban Chicago, like, you know, outskirts of Chicago. And he Um, was for all intents and purposes, socially an orphan. 
because his parents did not love him enough to be around. They were always away. Or, yeah, just busy doing other shit, right? Like maybe no, they were away. They were always traveling. They always left him alone with like $100. Oh, okay. Okay, so. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I thought like, you know, maybe his pops was like working long hours or whatever, but. No. Yeah. They were always visiting someone. That was like a trope of the show. Oh, okay. Well, you know, and, and granted, that was the 90s, right? And this is 20 to almost 30 years later, but Jesus a dude man. like Steve Urkel. Or, or a young person, whether male or female, like Steve Urkel, still to this day, we're going to be suspicious of, we're going to castigate, we will outcast and set aside a dude like Steve Urkel. Um, and that, that's why like, it really bothers me what you just said about, well, black people, we can't help but be cool. We focus too much on what is and what ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I agree with you on one hand, like we're intrinsically very cool people. We just but we, we stay tripping off of what's going to work and what's not going to work. Um, Aziz Ansari said of Jay-Z once, he was like, Jay-Z is so cool. I can't do a very good Aziz Ansari, okay. but you know Aziz. He's yeah. like, Jay-Z is so cool. He could be like to, getting ready to steal some mustard. Your privilege as an immigrant in order to really channel him. Wow. I can't. <laughs> but keep he's like, going. He's like, he could be about to spill mustard on his shirt. And then somebody would slide a hot dog and be like, hey, Jay, want a hot dog? And he would catch the mustard on the hot dog and be like, ha ha, the rock's in the building. Like, even, even when, I know, I don't know why that tickles me. It's a terrible joke. Mm-hmm. But like, even when you're doing something like lame, like we are the people that can slip on ice on the dance floor. People are like, ooh, what's that move? And they will do it. Except. If, if everybody around us is white. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing. If you leave us to our own devices within our own community, the first thing we do is shout you down. And I'm not like trying to be like the Hotep brother on YouTube that's like, you know, we, it's us, our problem. But no, it's like seriously, like our value, the things that we value in our community are weird. It's what really we, what, weird. So, I mean, I mean, we value a great many things. It's not like we're not a unilateral community. We don't unilaterally value like one, two things. We value a lot of stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, let me put it like this. What's the popular, what's the, what's, what was the most popular baby name 20 years ago? In the black community? Everything I say is going to sound inwardly racist. No, it's not, because the most popular name is not even like a traditionally black name. And it was a it was the, one of the most popular names of the nineties, especially for random trivia. I have no idea. It's gotta be something. Is it Michael? Jordan. Oh, okay. I was that's who I was going with with Michael. In the 90s, everybody was naming their baby Jordan because, well, Michael Jordan was like the most important black person in America at that time. And also because Pippin was already a musical. (laughs) Yeah, nobody was feeling Pippin because they didn't want to, you know, that would be a bad uh, crossover. The intersectionality was undesirable there. (laughs) Um, But no, like real real stuff, man. Like you look at uh, the average 20 year old black kid, whether they're male or female, is probably named Jordan or has Jordan in their name somewhere. But we also had the first black woman in space, Mae Jemison. I can't think of a Mae or a Jemison that I've met around 20 years old. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, um, what we value is not scholastic achievement, intellectual achievement. We value, excuse me, I'm so sorry. That's okay. (laughs) Good. <laughs> Obviously, God don't like ugly. <laughs> yeah, I just really got like some crazy acid reflux for a second. Okay, resetting. Here we go. 
All right. So obviously what it is, 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 is we don't put a lot of stock and value in intellectual or business pursuits that are purely just intellectual or business pursuits. We need you to be flashy. We need you to be instant gratification. We need you running, jumping, singing, dancing. This is, this is what we value. This is what we've traditionally valued. Wouldn't boys in the hood say differently? Uh, I mean, we valued we va- that like he was the prize the 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 prize of the hood. Who was Morris Chestnut's character, Ricky? Yeah, because he could play football. But he was going to college because he could play football. He wasn't even smart enough but to figure college. out his college application. Oh shit, but, that's right. Damn. Yeah, remember they were like, "Well, Ricky, you know, uh, we'll help you with your classes," and he was like, "Huh? Well, what about my son that I already got?" So it, I mean, like, meanwhile, Cuba Gooding Jr. character, I forgot what his name is, uh, the one that yells Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> That's on his acting Trey, resume, too. Trey, I'm sorry, Trey. Forgive me, black movie <laughs> gods. <laughs> Ricky! But um, poor Trey is like, obviously, you know, comes from a two-parent home, pretty much stable, lives with his father, is kind of getting something going. He's the B-plot. He's literally the B-plot in that movie. True. Damn it. Um, and I mean, you could go back to Cooley High, you know? Um, God, I'm really having to. What, what's my man's name? Specs? Is it Specs and Cooley High? I don't know. The, the brother who actually wrote the movie is not the main character of Cooley High, even though he lived, A. <laughs> B, he was smart <laughs> enough to write a movie and be in Hollywood, but like still, he's not the focal point of Cooley High. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you our, can't our, be the focal point if you if another character dies, then you can't be the focal point. The character that dies is the one that so gets the attention. Obi Wan Kenobi is the focal point of Star Wars Episode Four. Luke Skywalker is Obi Wan Kenobi's a nigga that dies in the second act. Hate you, <laughs> but I'm I'm just keeping it real. Like like I mean, again, our focus is is really is is really kind of morphed in a wrong direction. So. You know, put it like this. Um, can you name a black billionaire right now? That's not Oprah. Yes, that's well, you, Oprah is one. Oprah is one. Can you name another one? Black billionaire. Um, ah, shit. Who's my man that owned Sun for a while? The dude that the, the, the guy yeah, that I don't know their names exactly. Conversely, who's Nate Parker? You know what I mean? <laughs> like our values, our values are really weird. I mean, like we actually we keep a compendium of like light skinned dudes that are on the edge. Michael Ely, the other brother that had dreads and then cut his dreads with the green eyes. Like <laughs> <laughs> these are the things that like you can rattle off. At oh, the drop I'm of the sorry, Doctor Dre. Doctor Dre is not a billionaire. He's is, not. He's not. A I thought he got. No. I thought he got 1.7 out of that deal. Once taxes took over, he dropped down. I think he's uh, one hundred to two hundred dollars beneath the billion dollar mark. So well, he's I mean, worth like he, seven or eight. He can hustle. Get he that. will hustle. He'll get there. But he's not Robert F. Smith, who is from my hometown of Denver, Colorado, and went to my high school, East High, who is worth well over a billion dollars. And he's a tech billionaire. Um, and he married his beautiful white woman in the south of Italy, I do believe, last summer or a couple summers ago. Not that that matters, really. But like it does matter that like sisters weren't even mad, you know what I mean? Because they don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> like who cares about that corny nigga getting married to that white woman? And then that that just becomes the point. 
So, like okay. If you, so if you if, well, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. So if, no, I'm, no, get it. if I'm hearing all of this, what you're saying is that essentially success based on academic prowess, based on scholarship, based on good business acumen, based on anything other than athletics um, or performance or drug dealing or eating or, women, or, or pimping or women. OK. Or, or criminality. We'll say like criminality. criminality. Exactly. Anything so, non glamorous. So criminality. Uh, criminality or performance or athletics, if you are not esteemed for those things, are you a corny nigga? Bro. That's, that's the definition of a corny nigga. Roll like, call. If you're not, Roll call. Let's do it like this. Are we going to do Shibuya? Because I hate that. <laughs> no, we don't have to Shibuya nobody, but okay. Neil deGrasse Tyson. But he's everybody's favorite astrophysicist right now. And what would the average black person say? Corny ass nigga. Well, and that's but that's just the point. I'm not going to disagree with you. Corny niggas is winning like a motherfucker, but in order for our whole community to win behind it, we have to get behind these corny niggas and uplift them because the next you generation sound of like W E B the boys right now. Uh, which is like my nightmare come to life. <laughs> <laughs> but you do. You're saying we need to we need to get behind these corny niggas so that they can win. Like, well, I know how they win. And how do you think the corny dudes are winning? Go ahead. You tell I me. Feel like, like, OK, let's be real. Um, and we talked about this once before, so I'm going to bring him up again. Donald Glover is by most definitions a corny nigga. Now, he's he's a noted actor, but he plays like sensitive roles. He does shit on girls. But. He is winning right now. Literally, he took home, you know, he took home some metal. He took home some some mm-hmm. some some statue work, some mm-hmm. iron work from the Golden Globes. And he delivered a bomb Golden Globe speech that was true to who he is. Like he's authentic. And I, I think, do believe he's authentic. Yes. And so and I think that's probably the biggest win of all. So like right now. And we're talking about performance. Let me let me, let me throw something at you. Let me throw something at well, you. Let me finish this thought. Oh, go ahead, I bro. I can't catch it. My hands are full of this thought. <laughs> so we're talking about performances, right? We're talking about academic performances. We're talking about, you know, criminality and 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 sort of being flashy. And those things are performances of behaviors. Mm. Whereas Neil deGrasse Tyson with his arguably corny vest, and I say arguably because some of them are tight. Um, but Neil deGrasse Tyson, Donald Glover, you know, people like that are being their authentic selves. And that's fucking winning, particularly in a time like we are in a more we are in in what I call the documentary era where and and it's even starting to show up in places like Instagram and in social media and stuff like where people are starting to post more filterless pictures. Like if you got too much filter going on in your shit, that's not tight Mm. anymore. Beyonce mm-hmm. kind of kicked it off with I woke up like this, but now like everything is a little bit raw or a little bit more real. Most mm. people's favorite show, quote unquote show, is some random shit that they're watching on YouTube at the time. Like we know a lot more people for being themselves, for being authentic, for being like the anti-fee mm. of the world than, you know, people who are trying to be on the come up and do like a legitimate cooking show. There's something attractive about the realness of authenticity. And because it like for real, for real, for real. Anti is funny, you know, but by in there in a certain social construct, she would, would have been corny. Well, would you would what social construct would that be? Because the current one would describe her as the antithesis of corny. She's yeah. not corny at all. To most people. To my point. 
because right now being real and being who you are and being exactly like that kind of authentic isn't corny. Um, when you look at somebody like Donald Glover, which is a really great example, what accolade has he received from a black organization? What huzzahs has he gotten other than those of black Twitter, which you could say marginally is a bunch of corny niggas? I mean, they smart enough to use their phones. How many real niggas do you know that are on Twitter? Like, and I'm, I'm not agreeing with this. I'm just saying that this is the reality that we have out here that we kind of have to either circumvent or find a way through, right? Why? The, the, because the next generation of kids that are behind, like our own children, even though I don't have any, you don't have any, but like, you know, our little nieces and nephews are going to come up. And I don't think that they should have to look at it and be like, oh, that's Donald Glover, the dude who was his true authentic self. And then black people didn't accept him. But then white people gave him a bunch of awards and black people grudgingly kind of came around and said, well, yeah, all right, he kind of cool. So we are two brothers postulating on what makes black what makes a black man corny and why real is right so shallow in its definition and so short yeah. my but, short, so but, short-sighted but but that's bullshit we're bullshit right now we bullshit right go now ahead because well, you tell me why i'm bullshit and i'm saying that you we collectively i share the bullshittery with you oh like okay yeah okay. i share the burden of bullshit with you because the reason why we are collectively bullshit for this conversation is because corny and real in the black community for dudes is ultimately going to come down what to what women think of you. Women decide what dudes are corny and women decide what dudes are cool. And if a woman decides you are corny, it doesn't matter. And you actually said this in a different context. If a woman decides you are corny, it doesn't matter what else you do. Like you going just everything about you is corny. Yeah. If a woman oh, yeah. decides that you're yeah. cool, and she tells her friends that you cool, you cool. And you're going to be the dude that's got four women around you. And so other dudes are going to think you cool. All of a sudden you come cool. That trope from the movies is real. That, <laughs> that shit is real. So I went to, um, you know, I, I have internet access in my home. And okay. so I went to. The future I is went, here. The future is now. And I went to the website Lipstick Alley. Um, and in this website, this is where black women talk about stuff. Oh, I know um, Lipstick Alley very well. They have a thread. They have a thread that said, what constitutes corny for you ladies? Mm. And some of the answers, Sean, may surprise you. Oh, no, they don't ever surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> but like a lot of the stuff that we're saying about like performance and all of that, like that's that's some of the stuff they're saying is corny. Like this one lady yeah. says, this one says, like, um, I don't usually call men corny. But if I say somebody's corny, it's them trying to be something they're not like most rappers. Um Another one says hmm. lack of self upkeep, hair is wolfing, no shape up, bad skin. She does throw fashion in there, whack clothes. Um, another one says no ambition, not funny, boring as fuck. Hmm. Another one says I wouldn't go by the traditional meaning of corny because I kind of like the goofy quote corny type. And then she has an embarrassed emoji about it. But well. then she says, but what she would say is a dude with no goals. Um. <laughs> The one that I think is probably closest to what we're talking about is um, reeking of this. This person says he reeks of awkwardness and sucks you into that awkward void. But reeking of awkwardness, going back to my original point, being awkward is essentially not being comfortable in yourself or you can't be your authentic self. Okay. People who can be their authentic selves and own it no matter what. I'm going to I'm going to come down firmly on it if I'm 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 
pounding a table right now so as to make my point clear. <laughs> okay. Emphasis. The people who and yes, for the put the emphasis on the wrong syllable because yes. people who own and embrace their mm. identity and and who they are win. I say the movies are true. I say Revenge of the Nerds is true. I say Can't <laughs> Buy Me Love is true. I say even Money Even the Nick Cannon version. Even Love Don't Cost a Thing is true. All of these are true. If you love you and you own you and you just like, this is who I am. Matter of fact, we had a conversation, me and you had a conversation a few weeks back. And you were mm. telling me how this one cat told you, just be you the chubby funny dude. Just be that. I like him. I think other people would like him. Do you not remember this? This was Oh, I remember this, this conversation. Yes, your homie Duke told you to finish your breakfast and that me, was it. <laughs> let me let me let me tell you another conversation I had once with a very good friend of mine, one of my very good friends. He's a chemical engineer. Um he makes about 175 to 200,000 dollars a year. Corny. Corny. Um he, he has he has government top secret clearance. Uh Corny. he's lived abroad. He speaks German. The corniest of the languages. He once changed his dating profile on Match.com and took off all his credentials, like all his, you know, his BA, his project manager certificate, his master's degree. He took all that off and changed it to looking for a shorty to help me move these bricks. <laughs> and that's when the that's when the big bucks came rolling in. He could he could not handle the number of responses that he started to get. He didn't change his profile picture. He didn't change nothing. All he took was he just took off all his academic achievement and then changed it to looking for somebody to help me move these bricks. And women were like, yo, what do you need? I have a garage. I have an apartment building where there's areas that people don't go into. You know, when can we get together? You look kind of fine to me. Corny. That corny. is corny. That yeah, is because and when they met him, they were like, oh, he a corny nigga. Not because and in in part, maybe because he was disappointing in so much as he did not have any weight to push. But more <laughs> so, I know the way I said it, right? Corny. But the, but more so because he misrepresented himself. He wasn't authentic. All right, let's play a game. I want to play a game. I think it's a Go good ahead. I want to play a game. I'm going to throw out some names. Yes, sir. And I want you to tell me, are they corny or is they trill? <laughs> now, tr- trill meaning true and real. True and real. That's right. That's right. The, the ultimate authenticity. Even even white people can be trill. Mm. For Bernie Sanders trill. But I'm not. No, no. We're gonna. I'm gonna keep, no, we're gonna keep it. To, keep Bernie it a black people. Trill. He <laughs> marched. He 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 might have been way in the back on the side, like with like a kosher dog. But he marched with Martin Luther King. A kosher dog. Now I'm thinking about DMX and a yarmulke. <laughs> I'm thinking about Bernie Sanders having a sabrette. But uh... <laughs> I mean, I knew what you meant. We'll, um, we'll join the march in a minute. I got to finish this bread. All right, real talk. Jesse yes. Williams. Jesse, Jesse, isn't he Jesse C. Williams? You just want everybody to have a C. Sure. No, no, no. Just... I'm, I'm really asking. Isn't he Jesse C. Williams? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, Jesse Williams is trill. Um, uh, Richard uh, Sherman. Richard Sherman is the trillist. Okay. Quavo. Uh, Quavo from from Migos. Yes. Oh, so trill. So trill. So true. Okay, now why is he trill? So, and let me, let's just, these are three good examples, right? So yes. Jesse Williams is trill in the way that Malcolm X was trill. Like, he's really, like, super working hard to make up for, like, the biracial thing and the light skin thing. Like, he's really Biracial. jumping out. He's willing to take all the arrows for us. 
And like that makes you super trill. Not to mention he is a really good actor and he's very smart and he's mm-hmm. he's rarely problematic. He's mostly well informed and he always has something good to say. I know that was a really long description, right? Um, that was a long description. I'm sorry. The second person you mentioned was uh, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. So Richard Sherman is is authentically 100 percent himself. And he's like the beautiful thing about Richard Sherman is he's such a small part of a big machine, which is the NFL. And he he actively works to be a thorn in the side of every single money, money person and power player in that organization. Like he he routinely calls to like their poor, poor practices or how they treat players, how they make guys play when they're unrested. Um, okay. he, he's that dude. All right. Quavo. Quavo. So. <laughs> Quavo beating now, this is what I really love about Quavo is he's the oldest member of the Migos right mm-hmm. he's also one of the only like he he doesn't really jump on that like the style that they're famous for that often like that's how you can kind of tell the Quavo's rapping because he's the one that raps differently um, everything that I can tell about the Migos is Quavo is the leader but like he's really more about putting his partners on like he has the vision and he's willing to to take a back seat in order for them all to win. You okay. feel me? And yep. that's Kevin awesome. Hart. That's super trill. <sighs> Kevin Hart, dude, is 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 would be considered by uh, our whole conversation before this completely corny, but he is super trill, especially because he's smart enough. He owns his own building in Los Angeles, and that's where he offices. Okay, that's as that's as trill as you can get. Okay, Nate Parker, you mentioned him earlier. <sighs> this dude, so so. And this this speaks directly to your point. When you when you're when you find an inability to find your tongue as far as authenticity, when you seem to not know what integrity means, uh, when you're not that good of an actor, let's be honest. Like I never was really like, damn, that Nate Parker just killed. Uh, what was he in the Great Debaters or whatever? The great, everybody brought that up, and I was like, but it wasn't that dope. Yeah. So um, no, Nate Parker, nah, he gets the gas face for me. Like he's he like, the, wow, he's not trill. We dating ourselves. The gas face. Michael yeah. Eric Dyson. Not trill. Although, Not, like, so the, he's you know corny. what? Trill but problematic. He's corny but problematic. Um, Yo, trill but problematic. We need a T-shirt now. <laughs> or an album called Trillblematic. Trillblematic. <laughs> the like the and you know Michael Eric Dyson. The thing that you know what the there's an old saying about people that preach for the pulpit. Yeah. And I get a lot of that from Michael Eric Dyson, but he's corny because he hasn't updated any of his hip hop references when he's supposed to be the hip hop preacher. And as you know, you know, hip hop is all about what's new. So it like is. you can't jump out and be like, you know, Curtis Blow once said that these <laughs> this, is, this is Curtis Blow. With you know what I mean? You're like, wait a minute, whoa, we're talking about Obama and Trump and like Curtis Blow doesn't really work for that. Like, if no, I ruled not. the world, like, wow. no, stupid, like get out of here. So yeah, oh. he needs to update his references. Um, okay, the two West brothers, Kanye and Cornell. <laughs> you know, they're actually cousins on the mama's side. Cousin um, so, Cornell. So, and this is the the this is a really great example. Cornell West actually defied expectations and stuck to his guns and was considered corny, especially when he spoke out so lividly about Obama early yeah. on and was later vindicated. And you know, he's even though he can kind of like you know fall into his act. And fall back on his old uh, uh, stuff. He's trill. He's trill. I loved. I love Cornell. Kanye. It hurts, don't it? It hurts to say. Uh, I love my brother, but he he's he has found it harder and harder to find his tongue lately. 
and okay. inauthentic and in and, and, and continue to be have his integrity. So he's heading toward corny. He's corny. He's Cornier West. Oh, they're they're trill. They're trill. So wait a minute. Let me throw some at you. All okay. Right? I think they're corny, but you think oh yeah, well, let's start with that. Key and Peel. Key and Peel, I think they're corny. Because because it, despite the fact that in future episodes and because of you, I actually binge watched their entire series. And and yeah. there were good moments. There were some there were some highlight moments. But um the way that they the way that they what you might call code switch for me for like too long was inauthentic and it really just left a bad taste in my mouth. Mm. Um, they literally in like one of their first episodes were like, and we're both biracial, so we can make black jokes and white jokes. I'm like the very fact that you had to fucking validate yourself mm. and mm-hmm. do what white comedians do when they're like, oh, I'm half Jewish, so it's okay when I say like, nah, mm-hmm. that really bothered me. Um, and then it felt like they were, it felt like they were kind of playing it safe until they figured out which one they could trade off of more. And when they realized that they could trade off black, then they went more black. They doubled down on black and they got funnier, but uh, corny to me. Now, well, nobody was starving for biracial jokes though. Nobody was except for Sean, uh, Sean Fury. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So um, next name, no, no, next name, next name, Drake. I hate you. <laughs> I think Drake is corny. Now everybody gonna shoot me. I think he's corny. I think his beard is corny. I think that joke he made about President Obama where he put Drake's haircut on him was corny. I think his sing-songiness is corny. I think he has mastered making corny cool, but I think it's corny. Okay. I don't know what about him is legit. Of uh, 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 what about LeDrake is or LeDrake? LeDrake. <laughs> LeDrake. Uh, I just made him 10% blacker, LeDrake. You did. Uh, you did. Yeah. All of a sudden, I was like, no, he actually kind of tight. I didn't even front. <laughs> um, Tavis Smiley. Oh, corny as fuck. Corny, unreal, fuck, nah. Mm, now, and that sucks because if ever, if ever our conversations do become public, people are going to know, but nah, no. Okay. I, I don't believe in Tavis Smiley. Tavis, or I'm not sorry. <laughs> Tavis <laughs> about, Madrick, yay. <laughs> exactly. What about smiling Tavis? Uh, <laughs> James Baldwin. Oh, James Baldwin is the realest. And why? Jamesy Balds is the realest, the realest. He's unbelievable. Um, Because have you ever seen the man interview? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He is so perpetually unbothered. And mm. so absolutely unafraid to say exactly what the fuck he thinks and what it means and consequences be damned. I mean, you can't be revolutionary and be corny. I don't know a corny revolutionary. And that dude was, by his very existence, revolutionary. Mm. And and it is, as if I was taking a challenge, Huey P. Newton. Oh. <sighs> Uh, because i did just in fact say you can't be can't be revolutionary and be corny corny. hey 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 hey. can i can i jump in and say any brother that's like you know what these kids need breakfast can never be corny except for when at the same time you're saying women ain't shit and you can't really run this movement like you can't be you can't be a revolutionary and an oppressor at the same time so his counter revolutionary acts 
that mm. ended up leaving room for the infiltration of the CIA and let and and the things that left room for the infiltration of COINTELPRO, that shit is corny. So, okay. and you know what? If we really look at the history, I'm sure one of the sisters probably said the kids need breakfast anyway. I mean, come on. That's that's not a far I mean, stretch. Come on. That's not not even a little bit. There's probably a book that we have failed to read where that is being said. Mm-hmm. But man, all this talk about corn and I got some cornmeal batter that's been sitting there that I need to put in this hot grease and make some hot water cornbread. So I got to holler at you later. Yeah. None of those things made any sense to me. <laughs> all right. So Southern. Yeah. Yeah, that's really that just that was way so far down below the Mason Dixon line that you literally you've lost me. And I'm just going to sit here in this diner until you come back and pick me up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bro. All right, man.